Welcome back to Living in the 60s. This week we have uh, Craig with us and I'm Tom and we are going to talk about the Vietnam War, which was a very, very interesting time, Craig. Yep, it was an important part of the 60s as we were growing up and we thought, let's let's take a look at some of the uh, highlights, I guess you might call them, but anyway, some some thoughts that we had, memories from that time regarding the Vietnam War. And it was so different back then. Um, there were demonstrations and there were people going off to war and there's right. something called the draft and, yep. and various things. And one of the things I want to bring out is it's, it's a little bit of a history lesson, I think. Uh, one of my granddaughters mentioned about me to me about the 60s. We talked about the draft and she said, what is the draft? And I stood for a minute, and, and I, I couldn't believe she didn't really didn't know what the draft was. <laughs> well, the draft, we're going to talk about. So uh, not only uh, in Vietnam era, there was a military draft, but that was for every male in the U.S. at the age of 18 to register on the selective service system uh, in case the country, of course, would go into war. And then we'd have enough people to serve. And uh, once they registered, they'd have a, a draft card, and they still do today. Mm -hmm. And if you did not register with the Selective Service or avoided the draft, it was considered a felony. And I'm sure you guys know that, what the draft is in the 60s. Yep. No, that's a good start. Uh, let's, let's take a dive back for a minute and give a background. On the Vietnam War, we have to go back to the 1950s, China and the Soviet Union provided military aid to the communist fighters in Vietnam. Also, in June of 1950, the U.S. identifying the communist threat in Vietnam, fear it would all fall deeper into communist hands, which created a domino effect in Southeast Asia. So in 1954, the Geneva Accord established a North and a South Vietnam. Right, and, and uh, this back in 1959, the North started building supply routes through Laos and Cambodia to South Vietnam to support guerrilla attackers against the South. This route was known as the Ho Chi Minh Trail. In July of 1959, the first U.S. soldiers were killed in South Vietnam when guerrillas raided their living quarters in Vietnam. In 60, the U.S. views the Viet Cong as Vietnamese communists. In 1961, President Kennedy sends helicopters and 400 Green Berets to South Vietnam and authorizes secret operations against the Viet Cong. So now the U.S. is officially in Vietnam. They're there. Yep, and at this time the government institutes the first military draft since World War II. That means numbers are given to all men registered 18 and are younger than 26. The lower the number that you got, the most likely you'd be selected to serve unless you went to college or you could not serve due to a medical condition. Those were called deferments. Once you came out of college, you had the same number. If it was low, then you did have to serve. That's what the lottery was all about during that time. Now, Craig, we talked about this in one other podcast just at the end of it. Right. And you brought up... Okay, let's re reinstate yeah. this. You brought up your number. What right. was your number? My number was 295. And I can remember uh, 
the day of the drawing, I was working for a company called Minnesota Paints in New Hope, Minnesota, and I was working in an office, and we had the radio on, and what was going on is the radio would announce to your birth date, <laughs> and then it would announce the number that was drawn that matched up with it. So, luckily, my number was 295, which meant pretty high chance that I at least would not get drafted. Because there's no way I could make a student deferment because you have to have a like a C average or B average. This kid didn't do that in college. <laughs> and they weren't letting me out because I was in broadcasting school. So all that to say I was at 295. How about yourself? What did you have? My number. Get this. Been friends for years. Right. My number was 296. No way. 296. And here we sit on the same podcast. And you had 296, I had 295. And how many that's years why. later, we've been friends. Right. How many years later, we never knew this. Well, that's a good thing about podcasts. You get to, <laughs> you get to know the person you're sitting across the table. That's right. So anyway, yeah, that's a little uh, interesting fact for our listeners. Now, back to the war. In 1964, Congress authorizes the president to take all necessary measures, including the use of force against any aggressor in conflict. In November or uh, of 64, both the Soviet Union and China increased their support to Vietnam by sending Air Force aircraft military. Ammunition, small arms, radar, air defense systems, food, and more. We get, we get deeper into it. So, uh, in February of 65, President Johnson orders the bombing of targets in North Vietnam and this starts a three-year campaign of sustained bombing on targets of North Vietnam. In June of 65, South Vietnam has a new president. July, President Johnson calls for 50,000 more group troops, increasing the draft to 35,000 each month. So in 66, troop numbers in Vietnam totaled 400,000. And then in 67, it jumped up to 500,000 U.S. troops. A lot of our boys. Oh, boy. Back here in the U.S., the war was not a favorable one. Reaction from teens were protesting, men destroying their draft cards, burning or tearing them up. Uh, this was a time that the younger generation started to revolt. I'll never forget, I had gone to Mankato State for two quarters, and then that spring of 70... Uh, they had to shut down uh, the the university, and I think quite a few of them did uh, because of the pro protesting that was going on. And I remember my buddies calling me up and saying, yeah, they gave us the grade that we had at uh, midterm. So everybody thought in a weird way that that was a good thing, that the colleges had to close early. But that <laughs> was turbulent times. So at that time, 18-year-olds were not allowed to vote. So it was very weird, but they were required to serve in the military. That was a big deal. So by 1968, President Johnson asked Congress to move the voting age to 18, but nothing happened, however, in 1970. The 26th Amendment was added, and 18-year-olds were able to vote then at that time. Wow. Well, so many turbulent times. Anti-war protests continued. So, anti-war songs. And let's go over a few now. Yeah, I remember them. Barry Maguire, The Eve of Destruction in 1965, probably pushed 
18 year olds to vote it just it that that was a big song that pushed the 18 year olds to vote yeah and what about war what is it good for Mr. Edwin Starr. That's right. 1969. Oh, hey, Credence Clearwater Revival, Fortunate Son in 1969. Yep. Hey, Bob Dylan, Only a Pawn in Their Game, 1964. Wow. And uh, Give Peace a Chance by John Lennon back then. How about Blown in the Wind by Bob Dylan in 1963? He was only 21 years old, but man, did he have stories to tell. Wow, wow. How about, uh, this is one I'm not that familiar with, Draft Resistor slash Monster in 1968 by Steppenwolf, expressing the groups of the anti-war prop. uh, No, I I don't remember that one. No, I don't either. There were um, protest marches, of course, all over, but in New York, there were 50,000. And then five years later, there were 300,000 protesters. So... It became to, became to steamroll quite a bit. By the end of the 60s, things started to wind down, although there were many still over there. And by the end of the war, the U.S. had committed 550,000 troops. Now, here's an interesting thing that many may not know, some may, but who actually won the war? Now, from a constitutional perspective, um, we didn't count this war. The U.S. Constitution, Congress, the sole authority to uh, issue declarations of war. Back in 1941, the U.S. had declared war only six times. Congress authorized troop deployment in Vietnam, but did not issue a war on North Vietnam or the Viet Cong. The Vietnam War was technically, not speaking, considered uh, a no war for the United States. So by the wars or conflicts end, as many as 2 million civilians on both sides were killed, some 1,100,000 North Vietnam soldiers and Viet Cong fighters were killed, and between 200 and 250,000 South Vietnamese soldiers died. South Korea had 4,000 dead, and the United States toll was 58,220. Wow. You know, a lot of veterans came back home unappreciated and because of the unpopular war. They were not treated well. Today, we hope these veterans feel proud for serving no matter how unpopular the conflict may be. That's a big job serving, you know, and we like to thank them deeply for that. Very much so. So we hope this brings some of the times of the 60s, how people felt and what actually went on. Uh, if you have anything that you'd like to add, any memories about the Vietnam War or anything at all, visit us at living in the 60s at myyahoo.com. Don't be afraid to pass the word around to your 60s and even the 70s friends. So tell them to tune in to living in the 60s.